What the Letter Reveals. I have to confess that having read this novel before, and having seen multiple movie versions multiple times, I've entirely lost the sense of when we are to fall in love with Darcy. I don't even know if it's a spoiler to say that we should. Darcy is the iconic literary crush, and reading it this time, I felt it from the first page. But I really fell for him when I read his letter. At first, he merely possesses the allure of the fantastically rich, undeniably handsome, and temptingly strong and silent gentleman. Then, we get to see the quick wit and stolid confidence that let him hold his own against Lizzie. But here, in this letter, we see his real character unroll before us, and discover in it aspects that make him irresistibly lovable, and that make him a perfect match for Elizabeth whether she knows it or not. I admired his insistence on clearing the record and vindicating his character. He says to Lizzie, quote, You must pardon the freedom with which I demand your attention. Your feelings, I know, will bestow it unwillingly, but I demand it of your justice, unquote. He accepted Lizzie's rejection of his proposal, but he could not accept her reprobation of his character. I was impressed by his clarity of thought and his commitment to morality. It had not occurred to me, until he makes the point, what a vast difference in magnitude there was between the two charges made against him. For Lizzie, the injustice to Jane was probably magnified by proximity to all she held dear. But Darcy is exactly right when he says, quote, "'Willfully and wantonly to have thrown off the companion of my youth,' the acknowledged favorite of my father, a young man who had scarcely any other dependence than on our patronage, and who had been brought up to expect its exertion, would be a depravity to which the separation of two young persons, whose affection could be the growth of only a few weeks, could bear no comparison. Unquote. It was an observation that reflected his maturity and his moral seriousness. I respected his willingness to acknowledge his misjudgments and his own mistakes. Having heard Elizabeth say that Jane was really in love and that Darcy was responsible for ruining her happiness, he writes, If you have not been mistaken here, I must have been in error. Your superior knowledge of your sister must make the latter probable. If it be so, if I have been misled by such error to inflict pain on her, your resentment has not been unreasonable. Unquote. And later, he confesses shame at the duplicity of having concealed from Bingley Jane's presence in London, offering only the justification that at the time he believed it to be for the best. I was impressed by his self-awareness about the feelings that might make him prone to misjudgment, and by his commitment to making sure they did not compromise his quest for truth. He admits that he wanted to believe Jane had no real feelings for Bingley, but he insists that he did not let that desire undermine his objectivity. He says, quote, That I was desirous of believing her indifferent is certain, but I will venture to say that my investigation and decisions are not usually influenced by my hopes or fears. I did not believe her to be indifferent because I wished it. I believed it on impartial conviction, as truly as I wished it in reason. Unquote. 
I thought it admirable that despite his having been coldly rejected and harshly criticized by Elizabeth, he addresses her with sensitivity and refrains from blame. When his explanation requires that he point out the improprieties of her family, he apologizes for it, saying it pains him to offend her. And when he lays out the story of Wickham, he spares her the embarrassment of having fallen for him, saying, quote, Ignorant as you previously were of everything concerning either, detection could not be in your power, and suspicion certainly not in your inclination. Unquote. And finally, I was charmed by the devotion to his sister, evident in how deeply her story pained him. And his mention of her when he says, quote, Georgiana, unable to support the idea of grieving and offending a brother whom she almost looked up to as a father, acknowledged the whole to me, unquote, suggests their devotion is mutual. Almost as impressive as the letter itself is Lizzie's reaction to it. So let's talk about that. <laughs> 